Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance, Smarty Pants Lance. Hello, everybody. Today, let's talk about dog people and cat people. Are you saying that some people have dog in them and some people have cat? No, because I've heard about lizard people. Lizard people. Let's call in senior investigative journalist Josh Mankiewicz from Dateline NBC. A sane person knows there are no such thing as a lizard person, but you don't believe that, do you? We're talking about dog owners and cat owners. Oh, no, 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 no. They're not owners, they're pet guardians. Oh, uh, thank you very kindly. I'll grab my bowling crayon and write a big note to myself on some butcher block paper and tape it on my refrigerator so I never make that mistake again. What about the relationship between men and dogs? Is it true that all men are dogs? Well, what about the positive side of dogs? All men are dogs? You mean all men are loyal and protective? You want to start putting negative meaning on dog versus cat? How about cats? Alley cat, that's a street walker. Cat house, that's a brothel. Catting around, a woman with loose morals. Then there's a part of a woman's anatomy frequently, well, we better not pussyfoot around that issue. Now, there are legitimate correlations between who has a dog and who has a cat. For example, probably a third to half of all homeless that have a dog, it's a pit bull. More homeless prefer the pit bull to any other breed. If you're out banging on the street, living underneath a freeway overpass, and dumpster diving, shouldn't you choose a pit bull too? The proceeding is not endorsed by the American Pit Bull Foundation. The homeless are certainly out and about, and dog owners have a personality that makes them want to be out and about. They're a lot more extroverted than cat people. Because, for one thing, you have to go walk a dog, which means you actually have to go out of the house. And, if you have a dog, you want to take it to a dog park so it can socialize. Dogs are pack animals, and they like to be around other dogs. Humans that like dogs also are pack animals and like to be around other humans. They're extroverted. They get more energy by being around others. Cat people? Cat people are perfectly fine never leaving their home. They're the quiet types. They're the introverts that lose energy among a crowd. They like to read and to knit and to sit by themselves drinking. Oh my god, let's go party hardy! Is not really in the vocabulary of cat owners. So cat owners like to read and sit around by themselves and think and drink themselves as a... Super. Does that mean they're smarter? Does that mean they choose to be the guardian of a cat because it's a smarter animal just like them? Science has had a look at this. Guess what? Dogs have at least twice the brain power of cats. But it's been said trying to compare a dog and a cat's intelligence is like trying to decide which is the better tool, a hammer or a screwdriver. They each have their own purposes. Cats are much better hunters than dogs. And if you want to judge intelligence by certain behaviors, dogs will happily eat out of the litter box. What about who's more attractive, a dog owner or a cat owner? As I think about it, cat owners may smell better because dog owners can smell like sometimes wet dog. Cats are good at self-cleaning. Dogs don't care whether they're clean or not. It has been my observation that dog owners are happier than cat owners. Maybe that's why cat owners like to stay away from people and stay indoors and just drink. 
Dog owners have coffee mugs that say, Just do it! Cat owners have coffee mugs that say, Double side coffee! This is a job for alcohol! Dog owners are more practical than cat owners. They understand that dogs can do many, many things. While a dog is going on a hike with you, or pulling a sled, or guarding the house, the cat is taking a nap. And while the dog is being a great companion and a good service dog and leading the blind, the cat is taking a nap. That doesn't mean the cats aren't good at certain things. For example, destroying furniture, scratching the hell out of your arm. Cats are great at knocking things over and tinkling on things, leaving an odor that no chemical alive can remove. I don't care what they say on the label. Cats are also great at tracking litter into the living room to the point where it's turning into the beach. And they know how to hack up a fur ball right in the path that you take in the middle of the night, half asleep, while you're on the way to the bathroom. And they can place that ooey, gooey, sticky fur ball exactly where your left foot lands every single time. And while you're doing the half-asleep, one-foot hop to the bathroom to try to wash it all off, dogs are busy saving people's lives. They can detect cancer. They can detect diabetes. They can detect when somebody's going to have a stroke or a spell. And while they're doing all of that and protecting you, cats are taking a nap. Josh Mankiewicz returns from Dateline NBC to ask a question of the cat. Oh, you'll notice that your owner or guardian was passed out face down on the floor and you could have run to go get help for him, but you didn't do that, did you? Although, to be fair, I do know somebody who was in a house fire at night and she was sound asleep and her cat screeched in her face until she woke up, realized the house was on fire, and was able to get out. By the way, there's an old, old, old myth that Lassie saved Timmy when Timmy fell down a well, and it was a joke. Bark, 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 bark. What's that, Lassie? A bark, 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 bark. Timmy fell down a well. Well, <laughs> it turns out that never happened. Timmy did manage to fall in two lakes, a gap between railroad cars, two abandoned mines, quicksand, and a badger hole, but no well. The only character on Lassie that actually fell into a well was Lassie herself. <laughs> there uh, actually was a 1955 episode of Lassie, which was called The Well. And in the well, an unscrupulous water company executive tries to acquire, by any means, water rights from the Miller farm. And he's such an a-hole, he shoves little Jeff back and Lassie attacks him, <laughs> pushing the unscrupulous water company executive into the well. <laughs> and here's a bit of trivia. Lassie was a male dog, and there were nine of them. All nine lassies were descendants of a male dog pal, and they were male, even though throughout the entire series they refer to Lassie as girl, and good girl, and that's a girl, and go get Gramps, girl. What's it like dating a dog person or a cat person? Well, typically, women have cats and men have dogs, and it seems that the bigger the man, the smaller the pooch. I'm referring to canines not a part of the male anatomy. 
My BMW mechanic was six foot nine and he had a teeny tiny eensy weensy Boston Terrier. Teeny tiny terrier, whose name I kid you not was Thor. I've noticed that the more attractive typically own dogs because, like I said before, dogs means you have to get out the house and be much more physically active and more physical activity gives you a better looking body. And not just a better looking body, but one that has a lot more stamina and stamina is important when dating, particularly for certain activities of usually the nighttime nature. Now let's say that you're single and you're on dating apps and you're looking for a fetching nubile nymphette to date. And you'll notice that women that have dogs are obsessed with them. And what drives me freaking nuts is the ones that are full-grown adult women and they refer to their dogs as doggies. Uh, looky, looky, it's a doggy. Like they're a four-year-old with an ice cream cone that's melting and dripping down their hand and they're going, looky, looky, a doggy. Their dogs are like their children. And when you look at their dating app, it's them and their dog. And the next picture is their dog. And the next picture is them and their dog and their other dog. And then the picture is their dog and their dog at a dog park. And they list their interests as dogs. And what they like to do is go to the park with their dog. And they're looking for somebody that loves dogs. When you go down the road and let's say you start dating a woman with dogs or doggies, many times these women will not exclude the dogs from the bedroom. And I draw the line at that. These women will also say in their app, my dog has to approve of you. I once dated a woman who had three dogs or doggies and she was obsessed with them. She could not close the door to her bedroom while we were in there having a romantic evening because if she closed the door, her dogs would scratch, 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 scratch at the door and tear at the carpet and be very disruptive and she didn't want to have to repaint the door or replace the carpet. So if you left the door open, then the dogs would come in and jump on the bed. She would say, oh, just ignore them. I can't ignore a dog on the bed while I'm trying to get frisky. I mean, I'm trying to focus on the matter at hand, as it were, and I hear this <laughs> right next to my ear. Equally bad is the sleepover because the dogs are used to sleeping right next to her and at night they'll run out through the doggy door into the yard and sometimes it was raining and they'd come in and now you've got wet dog that's jumped into the bed and they formed an iron curtain of stinky wet dog between me and my gal. Women with dogs always have to get home to let their dog out or to feed their dog and they can't go very far on trips because who's going to take care of their dog? Of course, they could put it in a doggy daycare, but that costs money. And that means that if I want to go somewhere for the weekend, they want me to pay for the doggy daycare. Why, oh, why does the woman expect me to pay for her dog's kennel or daycare? I mean, I'd explain. I'm a Phil Donahue feminist, and I find it insulting that you want me to pay for your dog because, as a woman, you're perfectly capable of paying for it yourself. The look on her face said it all, and I wish I would have stuck to my feminist guns, but I gave in because, after all, I was a dog with a bone. Know what I mean? I had a dog, Mander the Commander. Oh, she was a wonderful girl. And she really was a girl. It wasn't a lassie situation. This isn't the Maury show. She did signal to me, perhaps, that she didn't care 
for a date. And here's how she did it. As I was feeding Mander Mander, I said, Hey girl, tonight I got a date. How about that? I'll bring her out to meet you. So a few hours later, my date showed up and she sees in the backyard that there's Mander the commander and she wants to go see her. And I'm like, absolutely. So we walk over and I'm thinking, you know, women like men with dogs, huh? But in that moment, Mander had caught a squirrel and was just polishing off the rest of the squirrel. There was a tail there and another part over there. And she had such a pleased look. And the girl went, ah! She said, I I, I can't deal with this. I just can't deal with this. And she freaking left after I did all of that preparation and all the time I spent looking forward to the date. Mander chased her off. Now, women with cats always say, I'm not dating anyone that's allergic to cats, okay. And if a man has a cat, I happen to own a cat, they're like, I'm not dating a man that has a cat. Because it turns out, pet guardians are very loyal to their pets, and they would rather nix any opportunity to meet somebody and refuse to couple up if in any way it interferes with their guardianship of their dog or cat. You know what? I feel the same way. So, if you want to date somebody that's a lot more active, date somebody that owns a dog. And if you want to date somebody who's a recluse and is easy to discourage from doing anything active, date someone that owns a cat. Typically, a cat owner will be working on their laptop and suddenly the cat will come in and sit on their lap and now they can't move because the cat's on their lap or the cat will get on the laptop and instead of shooing the cat away, they leave it there and that's the end of the project until the cat decides to move. Ronnie, when I was in the White House, I had two dogs that I loved dearly, Lucky and uh, Rex. And I'm proud to say that during my administration, I did everything I could to give Americans the bone and not screw the pooch. Rock on!